What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 30 of Booze and Banter. Woo! Fucking Woo! episodes. And that's it. We, we When we started this, we decided we were only going to go to 30 and we were going to quit. Like every good sitcom. So We're on top, baby. End it while we're on top. <laughs> just kidding but we're gonna start this week like every other week with some happies and crappies you know i say that but we didn't start out doing this um which is kind of embarrassing that i say that like every other week but let's do it let's let's hear from a uh, bakaj var first he got his headphones working his microphone's going and he's stretching he's ready let's hear it uh, well hello everybody nice to see you on this beautiful thursday night Little switch up from the Tuesday, but um, I guess my happy is I don't have a happy this week. I, I oh, I don't. Jesus, I just, I just don't have one. It's That's just wrong. been, That's it's wrong. been a, it's been a double crappy sports week for me because <laughs> first of all, my Philadelphia Eagles lost the Pittsburgh Steelers in an embarrassing fashion. Woo! Uh, so I had to pay up my bets, Cole. Got him some money, and then, um, man, they, I mean, it was a competitive game. We had a chance to take the lead with a field goal. We missed it, and then it went all downhill from there. Got torched by a rookie, but it, it is what it is. But my other copy is the Houston Rockets general manager, Daryl Morey, stepped down today from his job position, and that kind of really sucks because that dude's one of the best general managers in the league. And... That guy is so good at building teams that exit after the second round of the playoffs, baby. He's a fucking hey, animal. Eight straight seasons in the postseason. Uh, second best record in the NBA over those last eight seasons. Can't really argue with that. But, yeah, man, it, it's tough. We, he built the, the pocket rockets and dipped. <laughs> so we got... I, I, heard the, I heard James Harden's going to be a player, a player's coach. He's going to... He's going to take over the coaching role and play, you know. I really don't know what's going to happen. Um, I thought we were going to hire Tyron Lue for a head coach. We still don't have a head coach, but he went to the Clippers today. And Steve Van Gundy, I'm pretty sure, canceled a second meeting with us. So I don't know if that's going to happen. <laughs> so we'll see who our head coach will be. And we'll see what the team looks like whenever is, the season starts. Is Steve Nash now the head coach of the Nets? You are correct. Jesus I, I heard about that, but I haven't really read anything about that. What is what are what are the people saying out there? Any positive or negatives, or is it just kind of like wait and see? I mean, he was a uh, I think he was one of the assistant coaches on the Warriors when Kevin Durant was there, and they formed a good relationship. Mm. So those two already have some um, I don't know history together, which is nice. Uh, we'll see how he can coach Kyrie. Kyrie's kind of a kooky dude does what he wants so we'll see how much steve actually dude Kyrie, Kyrie might be the most interesting man in the nba like he says some wacky things but at the same time he, he's very interesting and entertaining to listen to sometimes wacky is a good way to put it i think he's a bit wacky stupid i but, like to call it stupid <laughs> well stupid well Fun. uh before we steer hard gears out of the head coach thing, what do you think of uh, mainly asking Bach here because I'm sure he'll know a little more. What do you think about the uh, firing Dan Quinn decision? I think it was probably overdue. 
Um, it's you're not going to be zero and five in the NFL and expect to keep your job. I know. With, I I think you're not going to be zero and five with the weapons that you have. Yeah, and, it, you know, it kind of has been downhill for him ever since that twenty-eight point blown lead in the oh, Super Bowl. Oh yeah. yeah, he's still rattled. Yeah, I mean, his exit note to the organization and everything was nice. Uh, I think they left on good terms and whatnot. So I'm sure he'll find a job somewhere else. Yeah. But I, I think Adam Gase is a nice head coach to go. I mean, one more loss. He's logic. got to be honest. He's awful, man. I don't know how he's a coach anywhere in this league. All right. I think um, I, I agree. I, I guess I never really thought of it as overdue. But I do think, you know, you have Matt Ryan. That guy can throw the ball. You got Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, and Russell, and now Gurley, too. Mm-hmm. So you have you have about as many offensive weapons as you can think of. You know, I mean, the only what, questionable one may be a tight end. But, I mean, you have Hayden Hurst, right? Or no? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, Hayden Hurst. They got rid of Hooper, who actually played very well for him last year but i mean it's, it's kind of like the browns like the browns should be way better because they have the some of the best offensive weapons you can ask for but they just can't produce but the falcons also have a terrible terrible defense the browns defense isn't that great either yeah the falcons defense is really bad i think that played a lot into it dan it, quinn only had two winning seasons as with six years coaching isn't that weird? Doesn't it yeah, feel like he was better? Yeah, I thought he was there longer, and I thought he had a better. Yeah, better I, I, I actually had no idea he only had two. Win- well, think I guess fucking one of his winning seasons, he went to the Super Bowl. Yeah. So I guess you kind of you kind of like forget about how a team really does if they make it to the Super Bowl like one year in the last like few, you know. Except for the Giants, why, that was a while ago though. That was why a long time. In football? Do they like fire their coaching coaching staff like? way more often than most other sports. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, you have, like, 15, 16 games to prove yourself, and if you're a third of the way through the season and you have nothing to show for, they're just kind of like, well, fuck you. You're out of here. Yeah, something's not working. And I think in Dan, or the Falcons coach's case, it was just not working for long enough where they needed a culture change and they needed someone else in there to try to light a fire under them and Get new game plans and fresh ideas and whatnot. Oh yeah, and I just think they need to start. They need to start with with some defensive players. You know, if they start, they need to just not even worry about their offense because you have all the weapons you need. You need to start being able to stop. You know, getting scored what thirty one points a game or some shit like that. Like it's just nuts. Yeah. I mean, here here's a question though. Um, uh, what team? Like, okay. You get a new coach, everybody's amped up, they win a couple games, and then they're shit again. And then they get a new coach, they get amped up, they win a couple games, and then they're shit again. Like, that, I feel like that's not a recipe for success at all. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess, I mean, there's only so many games in the season, and obviously they're not going to make playoffs this year. Um, most likely, I don't think ever an own 5 teams ever made the playoffs, so... Um, it's it's more of like a cultural reset. I mean, it's it's build, get some games in under this new guy, see if he works out, and then uh, evaluate at the end of the season, or uh, keep building on what you started building on earlier in the season than what you had. 
It's a good way yeah. to put it. I, compl- it I completely agree. Like such a weird, weird process because, like, what's the most dominant team we've had, like, in the last 20 years? The Patriots. And who is their coach, like, for fucking ever? Bill. Yeah, that's and, an outlier. That's like a Greg Popovich. Type is, it an out, is it an outlier or is it an actual like way to construct a team and everybody's doing it wrong? And well, the simple kind of... formula is right in front of you. And you just have to go out and find like, a, okay, we have 7 billion people in this world. There's not w- only one person that thinks and acts like Bill. Like, well, to put it into perspective, I mean, Matt Patricia was with the Patriots and Bill, he was their defensive coordinator forever. He went to go get the head coaching job with the Lions. And, I mean, he probably learned everything he knew from Bill Belichick, and he can't incorporate it over there in Detroit. A lot of it has to do with players and talent, but a lot of it has to do with the coach itself. I mean, it just seems so crazy. Like, I just don't get it. (laughs) It just doesn't seem like a recipe. It obviously is. Like, this is how they've done it. This is how they always do it. So, obviously, it is a recipe for success. But then you see, like, this one outlier. You're like, why can't we just do that? Um, and you know, like, I mean, I don't well, know. You're, you're, comp- you're, you're saying this one outlier is the way to do it. But at the same time, that one outlier, it, many people think is the greatest coach of all time. So uh, there's a reason that he stayed there for so long. Cause he is good. Do you want to stick with a guy that just sucks for 20 years? Like, do you want to stick with Dan Quinn for 20 years? And he wins four years out of, out of 15. You want to just keep going I, I like just that? I feel like there needs to be like a systematic approach to this. Like There is a systematic approach of firing people. You know, it's just. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. Like maybe they figure out like what makes Bill tick and what makes him the way he is. And then they go out and find people like that. But the only problem is Bill uh, Belichick has a very long history of his co- like offense and defensive coordinators leaving for other jobs and being terrible head coaches. And like they just, he has a, 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 a plethora of guys that have left that people are saying that he knows the Belichick way. He's going to come here and change our organization, and it doesn't work out. Like it, it's, okay. it, it's tough. It just you can't translate like that easily. And I think it helps when you have Tom Brady for your whole career, basically at the Patriots, because he was what wasn't uh, Belichick the head coach of the Browns? Was that or was he an offensive coordinator or, something, or defensive coordinator of the Browns? earlier before the Patriots and he sucked and he got fired there and he then all of a sudden he got a new job at the Patriots with much more talent and a better run organization from top to bottom and look at now he's the greatest one of the top five greatest coaches of all time see I don't even think that he got so like yeah he has Tom Brady and like I'm not dogging on Tom Brady because he is amazing put some spec on Gronk's name let's go but like he didn't Hernandez. I don't know. I don't think the Patriots were like the most talented team by any means. I think that they had a very good, they had two very good leaders who worked very well together. And that was Tom Brady, who literally like, he's not flashy, doesn't give a fuck, just knows how to win. Bill Belichick, not flashy, doesn't give a shit about, about any emotions, just knows how to win. And those two together with the mindset of like, I don't care how we do it. They're, like they're such a like, three yards three four yards every play you win the game kind of a kind of a thing you know every now and then you gotta you gotta keep them on their toes and go for a deep ball or whatever but both those two guys combined are just like they're just winners you know and i think that's what made that team i mean look at i think they gave dan quinn six years man you know that's not like it's not like you just get a coach for for a year he doesn't do good fire him like they gave him plenty of time look what like look what andy reed did everyone thought andy reed was kind of 
a little off the walls for how much he threw. You know, he wanted to throw the ball and how offensively aggressive he was. And I mean, he's got a Super Bowl with the Chiefs. Yeah, you got Mahomes, which is ridiculous. But. If we want to talk off the wall and talk about the Eagles, let's talk about that old coach. What's his fucking name? Chip. Chip Kelly. Yeah, Chip, Chip Kelly. Kelly. Yeah, Chip off Kelly. The wall. <laughs> The they were remember they were testing people's urine to make sure they were hydrated enough. They had like a like a a chart, and if your urine was this color yellow, you get in trouble. And they had heart rate monitors during practice and all this crazy shit. Oh, yeah. did really, I did not know this fastest yes, NFL were... or fastest offense in the NFL history, baby. What they do? What <laughs> he got fired after what like three years? He came in and traded all our best players away <laughs> for uh, Oregon Ducks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Oregon players. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh my god. That's who too good. That, who was the Texan coach that just got fired? Uh, Bill uh, Bryan. Yeah, he just, he went to the Texans, trade away like all their good players, and they got sacked. Like, that's the way to do it. If you want to go and ruin an organization, you go there, you say, I want to be the head coach and the GM. I want to be able to charge everything, trade away everybody, and then say, bitches, I don't give a fuck, fire me, and then leave. That man, that man is something special. <laughs> well, so, I'm glad uh, a tangent who, happened. What? I <laughs> said, so, I'm glad that that tangent happened, but. I was just about to say, so uh, who's up next for Happies and Crappies? <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. Okay. Uh, so uh, for my crappy this week, <clears throat> El- Eleanor's daycare lady's grandma or mom, mom died. So we have two weeks, and we're almost through this one, but two weeks where we had to figure out how the fuck to fill daycare for Eleanor without having another daycare provider. Uh, so that's kind of shitty. Things you don't expect to happen. Um, so I don't know what's going to happen next week. Maybe I'll just bring it to work with me or something. Strap her on. There's that um, homeless guy that always stands by the bridge. I'm sure he's got nothing to do. 80 years old and he died. That homeless guy died? Yeah. What? It was in the paper. Jeez. What a, oh, dude. Yeah. He's Jenna, just, Jenna he told was me eight. that. I had no idea. He, he was, was 80 years old? Yeah. That was the best-looking 80-year-old man I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> if you live on the streets, you don't have, you don't need a skincare routine. You if you're just age. living out there day to day, baby, that, like, that man looked like he was 55, 60. Well, you think so? I thought he looked old as sin. Nah, dude, not for a homeless guy. If you're 25, he wasn't, was he wasn't homeless. Was he homeless? No, no, no. We're not talking about the 80-year-old guy that wandered away from his uh, senior living community and died. We're yeah, talking that's about the not homeless. homeless. I'm talking about a homeless guy. We're what talking, talking about, about the homeless guy. He died. That man was not 80 years old. He was like 80. I I'm, I must be thinking of somebody else. The, we, the, um, oh, hold on. We're probably the senior about, like, living guy. The guy that walked away from his senior home? Okay, mm. there was a guy that wandered away from his senior home out of the dementia care unit, which, how the fuck? But anyhow. How does he find the eggs that he, he gets was, dementia? He's faking it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and he uh, he was wandering around for like a week and a half, turned up dead on 45th. And he lived like a few miles away from there. So that's like a really impressive journey um, at the was, end of his life. He was I, thought he lived, now, I thought it was a few blocks down. No, no. He's from Eventide. Okay. Obviously the dude forgot he had dementia. Yeah. What did I have? This kind of brain thing going on. Yeah, I don't so, have it anymore. So if you have, if you have, de- 
I don't I don't get that though. If you have dementia, do you just like forget your natural survival instincts? Like what happened? Like how's how'd that work? It depends on how progressed the dementia is. Um, it either can um, attack parts of your brain that allow you to live um, independently. Um, so it can steal your independence or it can steal your memories. Um, but it advances. And what? at some point in time, no matter what, it will steal your independence. So, you, But you said that man lived for a week? Yeah. On the streets? <laughs> On the hard streets of West Fargo. Yeah, yeah, the hard streets. Is this recently? It's been cold yeah. out there. Yeah, we were we were actually like talking about it anyhow at work, and I can't delve into it anymore. Let's uh, but for my happy, um, my beer finally carbonated. That pumps me the fuck up. What? It took four weeks for this damn thing to carbonate, and it finally did it. So now I got an orange fucking flavored beer that I don't really want. Um, yeah. So I want it. Are you bring him to bring him over, man? I'm not going to be upset about orange flavored beer. All right, sounds good. Yeah, we need to pound these fucking things. Yeah, that's that's fine with me. I did not brew this beer for me. I brewed this beer for college, and yeah, that was that. Oh, Wait. also, I got 99.44 percent my first brewing college class. Woo! That's right, bitches. We we up next with the fucking prodigy. Let's go. <laughs> FaceTime with him because he was like, all right, what the fuck? And we, we chatted it out, and now I'm the TA, I guess, for the next class to help them out. And God, you're that. a teacher's pet. Dude, <laughs> I did get like a $300 scholarship for it, so let's go. Shit, dude. Congrats, my guy. And all it took was an under-the-table foot job. Yep, across digitally, because he's from Kansas. All it took was a person low-key obsessed with beer for, like, five years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all it took, you know, about six books later, and we're good to go. So, that was my happy crappies. All right, I'll, uh, I'll shoot him out there. Um, so, to start off... I'm not going to ponder this too much, but yes, Pittsburgh beat the Eagles. That was nice. Not because it's just a win, but because I have too many friends and a cousin who are Eagles fans. So it's just nice to to get that off my back. So I wouldn't have had, you know, 12 people message me at once and let me know that Pittsburgh lost to the Eagles. So that was very nice. So um, said, you got to message them, baby. Yep, yep. So I've, I've let everyone know that our Eagles fans, I watched it with uh, – Two Eagles fans, and I FaceTime. Well, my cousin FaceTimed me actually, so that was good. And of course, Baca's very aware, so so that's nice. Um, but I also have. Um, I took tomorrow off, so I do not work tomorrow, which is really nice because uh, we had planned on doing Oktoberfest and going to Brainerd a little bit earlier tomorrow. I I honestly don't think it's gonna work out that way, so I'm probably gonna end up just like Jay chilling tomorrow because I already took the day off. So I'm probably just going to have kind of an extra extra day on the weekend. Maybe I'll hang out with somebody because Jenna's going to be doing some wedding dress shopping all day tomorrow. So I obviously am not going to that. So we'll see. But I do have a day off tomorrow, so that's uh, uh, that's nice. And also, uh, I think I, no, I think I told you this last. Did I tell you last week that I got my my raise? I think I said that right. No, you didn't. Oh yes, I also got a raise at work last Friday. Uh, let's go. Making those so, six and figures my, now, baby. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was quite the raise if I got six figures rolling in. <laughs> but uh, my crappy I put, I don't know. Because, and yes, I do script out my happy crappies because some, sometimes you got to remember or you got to remind yourself of what you're happy about. So, <laughs> but I, yeah, I really can't think of a, oh, crappy. I mean, maybe maybe I'll think real hard and do well while we talk about uh, others' happies and crappies. Maybe I'll come back to it. But as of now, it's just been solid. It's been a quick week. Work went by. I guess my crappy would could be at work. We had a public bid. It was like an $8 million bid. And 20 minutes before the bid, our estimator's computer completely broke down or completely just shut <laughs> off. So we ended up not bidding this $8 you million dollar bid. Sabotage. What? You lost the bid. Because of technology issues. Dude, oh, yeah. I heard it was well, Russia. So basically, everything that could have possibly went wrong, went wrong. So we checked because we weren't getting a bunch of proposals from subcontractors. Turns out, um, there's so there's a list that they send out to all the subcontractors of who's, general, who's being a general contractor. And they sent out all the email lists, and our email was spelt wrong. And we didn't even know until, I don't know. A little bit before the bid and then we looked and we're like well shit this is why we're not getting any bids so then we realized that we're probably down like half of the amount of bids that we should have so we our numbers probably weren't even that accurate because you know we, we only got half of the proposals and then 20 minutes before everything shuts down and yeah and it was just oh i feel really bad for our estimator because he spent like weeks on this it was like it was multiple townhomes going up that we were demo we were doing demo on like a, just a shit ton of buildings, seven or eight buildings we were demoing to build a really big townhome development, and it was like $10 million project. So, and uh, yeah, just because technology decided to take a shit on us, we lost on potentially a lot of profit. Potentially. He lost out on his next raise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no kidding. Good thing I got my raise last Friday. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I guess if I had to do a crappy, that would be it. But I mean, that's kind of out of my control, so I'm not too upset about it. Oh, that's pretty big crappy. Yeah, it is. Because now everybody at work is going to be kind of on edge, huh? Yeah, everyone was... Well, we were actually really... We were pretty calm about it, except my estimator. He was... He wasn't, like, screaming angry, but he was really... He's, like, a quiet, angry dude. He was very just, like... I'd walk into his office, like, a little bit later, and he'd just be like, I'm just so fucking pissed right now. God, because he, spe- he spends so much time on those, dude. So... And I, I spent, like, a couple days of work, but he spends weeks on weeks and just because 20 minutes before a bid his computer says shut down we it was all wasted jesus so, yeah it was i guess that was pretty rough that's definitely my crappy for the week <laughs> who's next well, fields let's hear it uh i don't i don't really know i, I don't got much uh, much to talk about this week only really thing that i can uh, think of right now is I've uh, been working out, and uh, there's been a lot of flies around, a lot of flies outside. And, you know, have you guys guys ever uh, noticed just how, like, I don't even know how to describe what I'm trying to look for, but just how many, like, when the flies land and they rub in their hands together, just, like, evilly, like, Mm -hmm. plotting. They're just plotting for something. That's all I really got to, it's on my (laughs) mind right now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> those flies dude they just they, they land on something they're just rubbing their hands together just fucking and you know how the <laughs> they see like a thousand different directions and there's always just scheming scheming that's the word i was looking for oh my God. looking scandalous. for something 
Fuck it. It's just, I don't know, man. That's all I got to talk about. It's a very oh. interesting, happy slash crap. I don't know if that was happy or crappy or if you're just. <laughs> it was neither. It was just, you know, just something I've noticed this past week. <laughs> flies, man. Flies, flies be crazy. <laughs> so, uh, flies be say, flying. <laughs> would you say that this is the longest you've been uh, sober since you turned 21 or no? Uh, since I turned 18, probably. <laughs> really? Yeah. Since the day you lost all all feeling in your feet, hands. I'm saying since October years. 2015. So like a month or a month after I turned 18. So would you say it's a happier or a crappy that you're too... No way. Not, not 18. It yeah. was a month after you turned 19. It was freshman year. Yeah, yeah, I remember the night 19. vividly. Man yeah. was in my closet eating toilet paper yeah, without 19. feeling his hands or feet. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that was that was that's what moonshine does to you, man. Straight moonshine. <laughs> First time ever drinking was straight moonshine. Yeah, it was it was bleach mixed with Clorox. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> the uh, yeah, you were nuts when you were drinking at the ripe. Old age of nineteen, the gauntlet. The Do you guys gauntlet. remember the all the stuff you were drinking the first time you got drunk? Obviously, other than Fields, well, bar. Uh, yeah, yeah, just Grey Goose, just Grey Goose. That was yeah, it. it was just New Am, probably just vodka, straight Grey Goose. Oh, I had a, I had a mix of shit. I had a Red's Apple Ale, a Bud Light, some white wine. And some root beer schnapps, and you bet I yacked my brains out. <laughs> That's so awful, dude. Because even to this day, at my age, I think if I had all four of those, I think I'd yak my brains out. I hate white wine. I hate Red's Apple Ale. Root beer schnapps isn't bad, and Bud Light would would I'd have to end on the Bud Light. But oh when's, god, I'd, when's the last just... time? When's the last time you guys uh thrown up off of alcohol? No, uh, this was this is easy. Um, is it easy? Was yours mini keg night, or did you have one after No, that? I had one after. I had fucking on Riley's birthday. I threw up everywhere in my fucking house. <laughs> Turned up or what? Oh, that's not my brother Riley's birthday. Uh, oh. Riley Benson's birthday. I was like, what? I think my last time I had to have been Wait, the dorms. The what? The dorms. That's the last no time. Way. No fucking. No way. I swear, I used to make myself throw up every time. I remember vividly. I used to make myself throw up every time I drank because I was so scared of dying from alcohol poisoning. There's no way though that you haven't puked since freshman year of college. I don't puke from alcohol anymore. You know, I can't. My last I can't time? remember the last time. My last time was September 30th. <laughs> <laughs> no lie. <laughs> <laughs> So, wait no wait, you said yours was riley benson's birthday yeah because i can't i came home from tech stars and we like went well bach you were with us it was when grace got super drunk too that one night um we went to the fucking market at uh drecker okay. and then we went to cowboy jacks okay that makes sense yeah we and saw then, you cowboy jacks and then drew and Will were there, and yep. then it was Riley's birthday, and I didn't pay for a drink all night long. 
And I get home and I'm like, oh, I don't feel good. I lay down. Ashley's like, what, four months pregnant? Um, lay down, get up, try to run to the bathroom, throw up all over our shoes <laughs> and everything. You had so many yag bombs handed to you that night. Yes, I did. I threw up all over our shoes. It hit the ceiling. It was everywhere. And <laughs> Ashley's pregnant. And she cleans this up as I fall asleep in my puke on the couch. Jeez. That was the last brutal. time I puked. Dude, that was brutal. I had so much to drink, and Ashley was just like, oh, he's done for. And I was done for. Dude, uh, the, last, the last time for me was literally just, it was a random, well, there was no occasion. I was literally just over at, uh, uh, Trevor's Trevor and Cece's place and we we played uh bean bags and we were just drinking a bunch of beer playing bags and then we went inside and we played uh don't drink and drive Mario Kart for a long time <laughs> so I think it was a good mix of like being very drunk and also chugging like an absurd amount of beers in a short amount of time but I literally was like just laying down on his couch and woke up to me just puking on his couch. And it was, I think, like probably like only like three months ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, I'm I'm removed a year from my last puking experience. Oh, Is it, has it been Riley's birthday yet? Mine actually wasn't the 30th. It was the 29th. It was after the, the last booze and banter episode of September. And I just kept going crazy. And then. The next day, I didn't even drink at all. Wow. Really? Are you being serious? <laughs> 100% serious, yeah. I threw up that Tuesday night, the last Tuesday of September. My so, my worst puke ever was mini keg night, by far. That was awful. Not <laughs> worse than when you puked all over everywhere? <laughs> no, this is way worse. Because go to bed drunk, wake up drunk, try to drive home. Well, Sober. I wasn't drunk. Yeah, try to drive home sober. Um, but, uh, oh, dude, we must have sat on your couch for at least three hours before I decided to drive home. Oh, yeah. It was like, and then. Wait, uh, did Ashley come and get you? Dude, yeah. So I made it like 20 minutes. Uh, and I had a 45 minute drive to go home. And I started throwing up in my car <laughs> while I'm driving. But luckily. Because I'm smart. I had a bucket in my front fucking seat. Because I knew I felt bad. I knew I felt awful. And then I just threw up a bunch. Um, kept throwing up. Fell asleep. Didn't wake up until Monday the next fucking... <laughs> Two weeks later. It was in a coma. <laughs> yeah. yeah that, that, was bad. that mini Guinness keg hit Diffie. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it was like the 12-pack of Kona. And then the Guinness. And then George Ronnie D bottle that... You, Dude, you gonna disrespect me and not hit this dude? Dude, I don't want it. I feel sick. Uh, okay, this is disrespectful. At <laughs> my own house, really, dude. Yeah, okay. My own fucking house, bro. This is disrespectful. I haven't had Ronnie D in so long. That's all I drank freshman and sophomore year in college. I cannot even fucking smell Ronnie D, man. It mm. kills me. Ronnie Disclaimer. D's Booze and banter does not condone underage drinking. <laughs> it is a mistake that everybody has made and will make at some point in our time, in our lives. But we do not condone it. And if you tell us that you are underage drinking, we are turning you in and you're getting a minor. But if you want to get a 98% on your brew, 
uh, class, you have to start drinking early. You have 99. to start- 99. 99%. 99.44. You have to get your reps in early, so just FYI there, too. That's true. That oh, true. I have another crappy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> on, my, coming in. on my snapchat memories from a year ago this week i saw myself at the philadelphia <laughs> eagles versus minnesota vikings game in minnesota surrounded by thousands of people and i'm like wow life kind of sucks right now compared to a year ago and it got me sad yeah well, what dude life is great I, I was gonna say, well, life's not that bad, man. Although, yeah, COVID's going on. My, I can't, I really can't complain because I have not been. <laughs> Nick's really sending in his really. <laughs> My report card, ninety nine, baby. <laughs> sending my report cards, baby. Is it on the fridge? <laughs> what happened to your goddamn quizzes, Nick? Why do you get two points? Yeah, you lost two points in your quizzes. <laughs> yeah, I did. Fucking idiot. <laughs> and you fucking idiot you couldn't get a hundred jesus christ oh sorry no dude life is good like think about this you started two podcasts or you've, you've started doing two podcasts okay you got carol you and grace celebrated your three-year <laughs> anniversary okay you switched back over to innova you you've you've now experienced tiger king <laughs> oh, Tiger King, baby! I just, I just miss like having even the option to be at events that big. That's just like so surreal to me that that was a year ago, and it's been forever since we've been able to do something like that. That is true, especially because like you're one of those types of people that quarantines anyway until right. you want to go out. Right. And now, so now they're yeah, not, they're so taking away my cool. option. <laughs> Cause like if if you don't leave your house for three months, it's like oh that's Bach. That's but like if, <laughs> yeah, it's, but it's that is your choice. It's like a be careful what you wish for type of situation. <laughs> I'm sure you've been in a fucking crowd of people and you're like, I wish that I could just sit at home for seven months straight. Mm-hmm. And now look at us. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely kind of introverted that way. I'm. I'm such an extrovert, honestly. It's ridiculous. Like, I could, although I do like being home, especially in, like, the mornings, because I can just, like, wake up and, like, have coffee, play guitar. After, like, I'm home for about an hour or so after I've had my coffee and stuff, I literally could be gone for such a long time. As long as my house is, like, not an absolute fucking mess, I could just jump from one place to the next, and it's so doesn't bother me I, and i always am just approaching and starting conversations with people i have no fucking idea who they are it's it's weird and, and then there's jenna who's like gets literally stressed out and anxiety if she's not home for a certain amount of, of time so it's well it's weird the thing is is that she schedules the amount of time she wants to be home for and if yeah, the schedule she, 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 yeah, she thinks like I'm gonna be home during these times, and if something comes up, then she's like, "Oh God, I like I thought I would be home at this time," you know. And I'm so just like, I'm not gonna be upset if I'm not home, kind of a thing. But I, I mean, feel that. I mean, if there's times, I mean, as long like I said, as long as my house is clean, because like I I don't get like anxiety, 
But I know if my, if there's just like sh- like a shit ton of dishes to do, laundry everywhere, and our house is a mess, then I'm like, God, like I could definitely go clean my house right now. But as long as everything's good to go, I'm like, fuck, man, I really don't care. As long as pickles still still up and kicking, we're good to go. What pickle? What Pic- piccolo? Oh, piccolo. okay, yeah. I was like, you have a pitbull now, or are you, are you just that into like the rapper pitbull? Yeah, no. As long as Pitbull Worldwide. is up and kicking, and I named my Pitbull Pitbull, yeah, Mr. Worldwide. Uh, is is Pitbull the worst singer of all time? No, not no. even close. I, yeah, I agree. It's Bruno Mars. No, no, it's not Bruno Mars. Bruno, Bruno Mars, Mars is, is not a bad singer. I just hate every song he sings. You, you yeah, can't even say that he's not a bad singer because that insinuates that he's like not a great singer. <laughs> when you only can sing this high, something's fucking wrong with you. Okay, you got nothing you else in the tank. Like, you also don't like Ed Sheeran at all, and he is a worldwide icon. No, nah, I don't really like Ed Sheeran either. Yeah, you're right. Like I, I don't think he's bad. I just don't like any of his songs. <laughs> what do you think about like Daughtry? Oh, I Ooh. love Chris Daughtry. I don't know who that is. What? Who? Chris Daughtry? Is yeah, that a do? Daughtry? How do you spell that? D A U H T R Y. T Y. T R Y. Oh, yeah, it is tree. I <laughs> suppose. <laughs> you know Chris Daughtry. Derek used to play his songs all the time. Let me, let me just listen real quick. You, you guys um, keep talking. About... Okay. Going... Oh, my God. I Daughtry. don't. Now Great. that it's all said and done, I okay. can't believe, believe you were the one. one. <laughs> that song sounds pretty nice, dude. Dude, Daughtry's great. Yeah. Dude, I've been listening to a lot of Jimi Hendrix recently. Yes. Let's go. I'm that's, on a grind. That's good. that's good shit right there. That shit, like, yeah. you just put that on loops. Dude, every if you really love Jimmy, you got to listen. You just got to, like... Really listen to his guitar parts and just, and then you realize that every single guitarist is just standing on the shoulders of Jimi Hendrix. Oh, yeah, Everyone's worse, just slightly worse. But is it just Jimi Hendrix? Or are you diving into like that genre? Uh, just Jimmy, really. Really? Oh, you got to dive into that genre. I don't even yeah. know what what do you what do you classify that genre as? I have no idea. Oh, he's like like. like slow rock but i i guess at the time it'd be considered pop rock so you'd have to look up like pop rock of the 60s it's like a so, yeah it's kind of like a slot like na- nowadays it'd be like a soft rock alternative almost yeah is exactly. it like psychedelic rock is that a thing that might be a good one then you'd just be listening to a lot of janice joplin who died on ODing on psychedelics see, th- see then you, you gotta think- then you gotta dive into jack johnson though dude you got come on, on psychedelics <laughs> Go all the way to Jack Johnson, who's fucking just a big stoner from Hawaii and doesn't sound anything like it, but it's the vibe. <laughs> yes, yes, it's, it's strictly vibe. the vibe. His music sounds very different, but it's like you, you'll if you keep listening to Jimmy, you'll slowly meander your way over into into Jack Johnson yeah. some type of way. Here are the here are the top three people to listen to if you're a stoner. All right, uh, you gotta listen to Jimi Hendrix. Jack Johnson and Willie Nelson Willie? in that order, in that order as well. And then you can do the Jack Johnson, Willie Nelson collab at Farm Aid. Ooh. What about? I'm not what a stoner. About, what about Bob Marley? I the culture. No, Bob. no, no, no. Bob Marley is way too ingrained in that culture. I think you gotta step back from it. 
You're <laughs> saying Willie Nelson isn't? You're saying <laughs> Willie Nelson is hey, not in the Stone Dog, Cold Snoop Dogg said he's no, only been outsmoked by one man, and it was Willie Nelson. Okay, okay, I realized. I tripped up on my words, sorry. <laughs> Willie Nelson actually quit smoking this year. Yeah, he went dude. He went strictly edibles. <laughs> <laughs> Willie Nelson's like, I quit pot. Wait, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm just eating it now. <laughs> no, Willie, that's not how it works. Shut the fuck up. Where's my guitar trigger? I need to go out. And say, Will- Willie, you're yeah. in a nursing home. <laughs> no, that's... Jimi Hendrix is fantastic. He really is. If there's one album I can't stop listening to at the moment, it's MGK's new album. That's a great album, too. MGK's album, his new album is... I would... Okay. I wouldn't say his whole album. I'd say he's got about five. Really? I, I didn't like five. I, I didn't dislike a single song until I heard the deluxe edition. There's a couple on the deluxe I didn't like, but the original album, I liked every single song. It was, and I don't even like MGK that much. And I think him switching up his genre I, made me like I've him a lot more. I've been to MGK in concert before. Ooh. I used Beef. to think he was black. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. It really does. <laughs> Uh, no, I went to his, uh, shit, was it Lace Up? I think it was his Lace Up album. We went, th- I went there for, uh, Halloween. And, uh, well, it was on Halloween. In 20... We're at Minneapolis? Biz- Bismarck, North Dakota. Bismarck? Why the fuck's he in Bismarck? State capital, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Yuck. But, uh, no, it was, it was actually a really good time. I mean, you were supposed to not smoke weed. I didn't, I didn't. Didn't smoke weed at you the time. You were supposed but... to not smoke weed as it is illegal. It and... was literally weed was nonstop around you, and uh, you were to not he, smoke. he asked every he asked everyone wearing a cost or everyone who's wearing a good costume to come up, and uh, the person who ended up winning the costume was a giant marijuana leaf. So, <laughs> it was okay. it was it a female or a guy? No, it was it was a uh, it was a guy, but it was, was actually he, pretty. Was he obese? No, not at all. What the fuck? No, the costume is just giant, dude. Get with the times. But it was it was pretty cool because it was the last uh, the last stop for his entire tour. So he's like, he's like, guess what? I can get fucking shit based now. He's like, I got three days of recovery. So he's like, after every single sh- song I play, I'm gonna take a shot. Me and my drummer are gonna take a shot. And MGK's drummer is really fucking good too. And uh. So about like seven songs in, he's oh. somehow still performing, and he is plastered. And while he's rapping, he just tries to step onto the speakers and misses and eats shit off the stage and continues <laughs> to rap as he's tumbling down all these. Oh, songs. that was at Bismarck. I've seen that like clip. Yeah, that pro- yeah. He ate wow. shit off stage and kept rapping, and then he after the song, he's like, "You guys see me eat shit? I kept rapping though." Um, Do we so see you eat shit you- as you're the performer? I, and everyone's I looking at. Doesn't. Doesn't MGK tour with Travis Barker, who is Blink 182's drummer? Now, now he does. Travis Barker wasn't produced. at the time. I don't know. No, that wasn't his drummer at the time. Okay, I was gonna say you just disrespected one of the best drummers of all time by saying, "Yeah, his drummer's pretty fucking good too." <laughs> this is, this is like, like this is, is Travis this like Barker or something. It's like Trevor I, Parker. I'm pretty sure on the deluxe edition of MGK's new album, he remade the song Misery, which is pretty popular, with Travis Barker. 
Misery Business. Misery yeah, Business. well, Travis Barker, Travis Barker produced that album with him, but he wasn't his drummer. Um, his drummer's name is, uh, well, his name is J.P. Capaletti, but his his name is Rook. They call you him sure, Rook. You sure it's not J.P. Wentworth? 877 no. Cash Now? <laughs> <laughs> but if you actually like listening to like a drummer play, you should listen to like Rook's covers of uh, some of MGK's old songs. They're really fucking good. He's a really great drummer. I could do but, that. You know, tra- um, like, really good drummers are kind of hard to come by, honestly. Because if they don't have any like real style, um, they're just... It's all you the know, same. Best drummers I ever heard was the drummer from Shinedown. Um, because he actually upside down. Or was it Nickelback? It was the same concert. They sound the same. But anyhow, played upside down. That was cool. Didn't Tra- wasn't Travis Becker one of the first people to ever play upside down? Travis Barker is badass. I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure. Travis I, Barker is... I have no idea if he did or did not play upside down. So I I'm looked up. My... My uncle is a drummer. He's a pretty fucking good drummer. And uh, I really just want to bring my my electric guitar over to his place because he's got a, just a massive setup of drums, loud as fuck. And I just want to see what we can come up with. Just like he's, he gives me a beat, and we, I just want to see if we play off each other and how it goes. My bad. First drummer to ever play Upside Down, I should have known him. It's Jack Valentine. Should have known crew. Yeah, I watched the movie recently. Oh, oh yeah. another good, movie, good movie MGK's in, too. Yeah, yeah. What? He actually plays the drummer in that movie. <laughs> yeah. What a transition, Maka. Holy right. shit. You are so good at this. Um, I'm going to completely take a 180 if we're uh, kind of... I prefer a 360. Okay, well, so... Then I gotta come back to drummers after I wrap all this up. <laughs> Find a way to transition back, baby. Um, I just I had this written down because I heard it and I was like, oh my god, I gotta bring this up on booze and banter. Have you guys heard of? The, I think this was it was like early last week. So, or no, was it this week? I don't remember. But there was a uh, an Oklahoma correctional officer who got charged for like abusive power. Have you guys heard about this? No. I don't think so. Okay. So I heard it on the on the radio. I never listened to the radio, but I was in the work pickup, and I just had to play the radio. But an Oklahoma correctional officer is being charged for, I don't, I don't think it's torture, but I think it's like abuse of power and something else, because he handcuffed inmates in the prison to a chair and forced them to listen to... Daddy shark do 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 mommy shark do 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 for like for a long fucking time and now he's going to jail because he like tortured these inmates to force them to listen to this song. I'm pretty sure they did that exact scene in The Walking Dead with Daryl one season. Yeah. But... Yes. Yes. <laughs> what song I was think... it? I don't remember. I, okay. I don't yeah. So let's unpack this. Is being chained up in the chair worse? Or listen to Daddy Shark over and over worse. Uh, you're in prison, so you're used to being fucking in handcuffs. So it's def- definitely the Daddy Mommy Shark thing. I okay. would drive me insane, I think. Yeah, I think it would... Unless you start singing with it, and just no, like... There's, there's only ass. so much you can. That, that's going to be in your mind even after it stops playing. 
Forever. It's the only, only thing you can hear. What happened to Randy? Ah, uh, we call him Daddy Shark nowadays. How, how long did they actually, um, lock, how long did he lock them up for? I don't, they, like, I don't time? know. I don't he, know. They didn't go into detail on it because it was just like during a quick commercial break during on the radio. And they just basically said that this happened. So I didn't really dive into it, but I was... You know what? <laughs> I got this. This fucking security guard is such a fucking tool bag that he decided that... Well, he knows that the only power he has over fucking people is when they're already fucking locked up. And now this guy is going to do something that's also super fucked up and literally torture them. So I believe for his sentence that his inmates should be able to lock him up and play whatever song they want for 10 years. 10, 10 years. 10 years. <laughs> 10 years. I've been watching the 100 lately and they do not take punishments lightly in the 100. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just going to throw what that out there. What song would you choose? I would choose a song by Yoko Ono. Um, oh, and I'll find it real quick. So Yoko Ono was the wife of um of the Beatle. What the, what the fuck is his name? Um, John John Lennon. John Lennon. <laughs> and she, she the reason the band broke up. She's got this song. It's pretty good. Okay. 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 So Yoko Ono calls that. Screaming with art. That's the song title. (laughs) (laughs) For 10 years straight, and that guy's here. I would pick a song that was like good. And then just because, like, at first, the guy would be like, oh, this ain't too bad. And then after like a day of it, he'd be like, what the fuck? And then after the song would be ruined forever for him. You know, that's the real punishment is picking a good song that that will be slowly in their brain and they'll no longer ever be able to listen to it again. I'm going with the Phineas and Ferb soundtrack entry to their show. (laughs) Could you imagine? What are we going to do today? (laughs) That's a good one. Yeah, that would would drive someone insane for sure. What song do you got? I mean, my song's a little more fucked up. Like, I'm just going for torture. (laughs) Fields is going for slow indoctrination of craziness. I'm doing the SpongeBob song. So, right right away I thought of... uh... Right away, I thought to do just like some sort of scream song, like you were doing, just to completely torture them. But now I, I'm really trying to dig deep into my brain and think of a song that would just fucking blow my mind. So I actually don't know yet, but I will, I will get back to it after we uh, drum our oh. way. <laughs> there we go. The wow! <laughs> oh, the Astros just. The Astros just walked off on the Braves with Carlos Correa dinger center field. Damn. Well, that's because uh, you called. I gotta guys. grab my uh, my beer for the review because Damn. I do have to. I do. Uh, I do have a bit of a schedule tonight, so I will have to not Dude's cut it out. short. But um, I won't. I won't. I don't think I'll bail on it. But I, well, I may have to depending on how late we run. But all right, let me grab my beer. All right, guys. Well. We got a good review for you this week. Again, we only have three beers because it's sober October and Fields is drinking bubbly. Maybe we'll just have him give us a little bit of a life advice 
um, for his review. Um, so for Revelation Ale Works, we got the Smoothie Sour. It's a blackberry guava sour um, from New Belgium Brewing Company. We got 1554. Um, it's a take on an old, old style chocolatey beer. Um, and then finally, from Outstate Brewing, the Lager, the Northern Light Lager. Um, I can't believe you're trying Outstate again, but was starter should i take it take it away what uh what else did we do by outstate again well we went to outstate oh shit <laughs> wasn't that last week that you were saying how bad you well like- well yeah so i got this beer before we went to that brewery though that's the thing yep so some uh, someone else has got to start someone else has got to start all right, well, I will start out with my beer. This is 1554 by New Belgium Brewing Company. Uh, so a little bit on the side. It's a surprisingly bright taste and dried chocolatey finish. One evocative of dark brews enjoyed in Belgian taverns 500 years ago. Um, so this beer is very malty. Uh, it smells like relatively sweet on the nose. Uh, you don't get barely any hop profile, but 500 years ago, um, they weren't using many hops at all to preserve their beer. Uh, they actually made beer stronger to preserve them. Um, so this beer is basically, I would say, right? It's almost stout, but it's not quite there. Like, it's just a really, really heavy ale. It's like an imperial type of ale. Um, but one thing that I really like about it is it is so sweet. Um, so they must use like a shit ton of crystal malts or something like that in there. And then also malted barley, um, because if they're trying to stick with a recipe from 500 years ago, all they had was barley. Um, they recommend to serve it between 45 and 50 degrees. Um, this beer has probably gotten a little bit higher than that. And that's because the pungent flavor that comes out of this type of heavy malting, when you actually rise up in temperature, um, the oils kind of separate a little bit. Um, mouth feels good. Ultimately, this is a really good, like, dark beer. Um, so I will be putting this in my mini fridge. Um, this is the Belgian collection from New Belgium, 1554. Nice, nice. Boom. I, I can go next. I'm doing the Revelation Ale Works. Uh, the smoothie Sour Blackberry Guava. <clears throat> it's a kettle soured ale with blackberry guava and lactose. I can hear myself twice. Yeah, you got a major echo going on here, too. Who does? Testing. I can't hear you twice. Hello, hello. Now you just got to get closer. Now it's good. I don't know why it was echoing there. Sorry, everybody. But uh, Revelation Ale Works, smoothie sour, blackberry guava. Kettle soured ale with blackberry guava and lactose. And it was brewed and conditioned on over 200 pounds of fruit. This edition of our smoothie sour is slightly creamy that explodes with a massive amount of blackberry with a slightly tart finish and a bright pink head. Um, I have been drinking this throughout the podcast, and you know what I do. I take a big gulp here to refresh the memory taste buds. Bakja bar special. Classic. Big, big gulp baka. Big gulp baka. Oh, I... Actually, I think Big Gulp is actually trademarked, so we can't say that. So it, it, it is very, uh, it's sour right off the bat. It's puckery, and I think I'm going to start reviewing more sours because I think 23 out of the 30 episodes I've done IPAs. 
And so I'm going to try to switch it up a bit here, go in a different direction with Gozes or Sours. Um, this isn't bad. It's not my favorite sour I ever had. It's a little bit too pungent for me. It doesn't have a good, um, it doesn't really have a good smell out of the can as well, which is big for me. If it smells good, oh, it usually tastes good. The smeller. But, uh, it's a little bit too sour for me with not enough, um, sweetness in there to balance it out um i would definitely drink it again it's not awful but it's not going into my mini fridge so <clears throat> when you let when you kind of sent that in there i i have had uh one of revelation sours and it was a chair it was the exact same sour but it was just flavored differently and it was a cherry sour and I think they just need to really like they did 200 pounds of fruit. A big one for for that cherry sour too was how they use so much fruit. Is it is it like thick, like dense? I would say probably medium bodied. It's not like super dense. This oh, is coming from a chunk lover though. So, yeah. <laughs> so this is the one that I had was a cherry. It was a cherry sour, not a blackberry, and it was. It sounds. Not polar opposite, but yours is too sour. This one was like so sweet, I couldn't even finish it, and it was thick as hell. Like it was, like oh man, I I I'm not a believer in dumping a beer, even if I don't like it, I'll still just finish it. But I literally was like, I I had to dump that beer because it was, oh, wow. it tasted like uh, Oh my god, like you're drinking mar- like a thick maraschino cherry juice, like out of mm. the glass. Like where you get maraschino cherries, just mix it with some sort of sugar and thickener. And I was like, oh god, it was so sweet. So I think they really need to just balance out their fruit a little bit. Like, you use 200 pounds of fruit, more power to you, man. But like they need something to either some acidity or some earthiness or something to cut through it a little bit because... From what I'm getting is you got blackberries and it's too bitter and pungent and sour because blackberries are freaking sour as hell. And cherries were so sweet. It's it's ridiculous. And they just need to find that balance, you know, like my best guess, my best guess on this. um, And I think it's what um, Junkyard Trekker does so well with their sours is when you kettle sour a beer, you have to add lactobacillus, which is a uh, mold basically that you add to the beer um, it sours it, and then you have to test the pH levels of it and decide what pH you want the beer to be, how acidic you actually want it to taste. And if they have shift brewers, like a shift brewer may accidentally put it back into the boil kettle too early, and then they're like, fuck, we have all this cherry-flavored beer now that's not super sour. Or the shift brewer, because usually like at a bigger place, I, and this might not revelation is actually pretty small isn't it but even if they're brewing at night like they may have let it sour too long like the lactobacillus may have sat there for a little too long so they just need to dial it in that's my guess yeah. I, I think that's a good guess but yeah i, just I mean i feel in. like if you put i haven't tried the cherry one but the way you described yeah. it sound sounded way worse than what this one like this one is not bad it's just a little too sour for me so maybe it sounds like they're going in the right direction, and hopefully on their next smoothie sour to try, they nail it. Yeah, yeah. Hope, hopefully they. I think they had one that's too sweet and one that's too bitter, and they need to be like, you know what? Why don't we make a little breed of these? And then, but I even so though, I I think even with the sourness and the sweetness that we got, I think they still need to throw in either some acidity or some earthiness 
or at least some sort of even even a little bit more hop or aromatic or barley or wheat, whatever it is to cut through it, man. I don't even care what it is, but it's like so like smack your lips, sour head intense, you know. So um, and I also want to say that, Nick, you were talking about junkyards, sours. I called you last weekend about junkyard sour and I completely forgot what it was called. Do you remember what junkyard sour I was talking to you about? It was, it's like, oh my God, I called you last week and I had it and I was going to say it was quite sour. Actually, I was, I'm not going to, it wasn't bad, but it was like more sour than I expected because typically their sours are, if they're sour, they have something to cut through it. And I was like, Ooh, this is pretty fucking sour. It was like orange juice, like thick pulpy orange juice texture. Is that terminal delight? No, it wasn't terminal delight. It was. Oh my god, I don't even remember. I sent you a snap of it too, and I called you before we even bought it. I cannot so, remember. Because you you said you had one of their one of junkyard sours, and you're like, oh, try this one. It's um, if if Trevor likes sours, but he doesn't, and but I but I got it because I wanted to try it, and it was good, but it was just sour. I just, I just had that. Um, yeah, I know. Same you, I know you did. You told us to get it. Yeah. No, sorry. I drink so much beer, dude. Um, well, you start your beer review, and then I'll update okay. this on what it so, is because I have to go through. I don't some... know. I don't know whether to thank Doug Peterson, Chase Claypool, or Baka Jabbar for this beer. So I'll <laughs> thank all three of them. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> That's well, friendly uh, banter. I got Northern Light Lager by Outstate Brewing. And let me say, I had a, uh, a personal experience with Outstate Brewing a couple weeks ago. <laughs> and uh, I was not a fan of a fan of many of their beers. Uh, I liked their sour the best. I didn't really like any of their uh, lagers or IPAs or, or whatever else that we had. I don't even remember because I wasn't a fan of any of them. Um, but this Northern Light Lager, um, it's a, I'm kind of upset that, uh, I don't like it more cause I wish that I, Baca would have been the one that bought me a beer that I really loved, but I think but he may so make it just slight like satisfaction. He may get slight satisfaction that I really don't like this beer that, that was on <laughs> him. So... No, um, I, I was considering, I was like, should I get him a beer? But I'm like, I don't know what he likes as much as he does. I'm probably going to get him something shitty. He's going to think I did it on purpose. So I'm going to let well, him pick out his own beer. The podcast so, so, for three episodes and talk about what we like in beer. It's nothing. Yeah, no big <laughs> Tec- deal. Technically, you didn't buy this. I didn't go and, go and buy this with the money that you gave me. So I'm sure next week will be on you, technically. So so maybe I'll really get something. Maybe I'll splurge there. But, uh. Redemption. I mean, it's it's a lager. It is. Um, it has a little bit of um, uh, what do I want to say that kind of lingers. Typically, lagers are really light and they don't linger. This one has a lingering flavor, and I can't quite pick it out. Um, it's it's not bad. I mean, it's like I I keep just saying it's a lager. It's really kind of just blah. No flavors that I can really pick out. Let me do a baka here. Mm-hmm. It's. I mean, there's like four flavors that can go wrong in a lager. Does it taste like eggs? No. Okay. Does it taste like wet, damp, cl- like 
towels. <laughs> Kinda. <laughs> it's better than like, mushroomy hay. Yeah, yeah, you're right on. Nice. It's, okay, so I gotta. Maybe I'm just. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a little a a, a privileged ass IPA drinker now because I used to literally hate IPAs, but now like you start getting a lot more depth of flavor when you have more complex beers. And I just think I used to literally be like, oh, I like lagers. I like lighter beer. I don't mind certain domestics just because they're like so easily drinkable. It's not even funny. But when I when I buy a craft beer, I just expect it to be flavorful. And this just isn't flavorful. Um, I'm not going to buy it again. It's not going in my mini fridge. If you like just light, casual lagers, it's not it's nothing bad. It's not it's not anything that I'm going to dog on. It's just not flavorful in my eyes because I feel like we've had a lot of very flavorful craft beer. So, and that's why it's not going in mine. And that's another outstate brewing company beer that I do not like. And with that, you've basically tried all of their beers and you pretty don't much like except for maybe like three or four. So I think I like one sour <laughs> yeah. out of like seven beers that I've had of theirs. It's a little disappointing. Glowing it really beer. is outstate. We have stay out, stay out of state. Yes. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that wraps up the beer review again. We reviewed the Revelation Aleworks Smoothie Sour. That was Blackberry and Guava. And then we went on to the New Belgium 1554 um, Collections 500 year old recipe. I don't fucking buy it. Not one bit. And then one more <laughs> from Outstate Brewing Company. We had the Northern Light Lager. Uh, one out of three are going to my mini fridge. I'm putting this in my mini fridge. Um, not because I buy into the fact that they said that these are brewed with the original ingredients, but because it's good fucking beer. Um, one little tangent before our Would You Rather, and I know we have time commitments tonight. But... Um, if a brewery can do a really good lager, though, dude, like, that's, I feel like that's got to be impressive. Like, yeah. if you can actually go to a brewery and get a good lager, which you can't at any breweries in this area, like, you have to put so much time and attention and detail into this, like, really simple beer because you only have, like, like these very minimum ingredients. Yeah, anything you have goes nothing wrong. to mask or nothing to really heighten it. You just have, like, yeah, it's like a crepe. So I'll, the um, brewery, the brewery that I would try, if I were you, if you want to find a lager that you will crush and you'll like and you'll never buy another Bud Light, is um, 701 Brewing. They uh, are a contract brewer out of Fargo Brewing Company, but they're their own entity. Uh, they brew only lagers, and they like specifically made it for the Red Hawks and things like that, and that's a good fucking beer. So they, they do a good me. job. Yep. So, that's it. Do we have Would You Rather? I'm surprised we made it uh, this far without even mentioning uh, Dak's injury. Oh, yeah. We we missed a couple big things. But, uh, yeah, Dak, awful injury. Ankle was turned in the other direction. Had immediate surgery out for the year. We also missed Graham Gano's 20-piece. We we kind of touched on it, but yeah, Graham Gano had a hell of a game, as you would expect from a first round fantasy football draft pick. That's right. And uh, Le'Veon Bell signed with the Chiefs yep. today. Big that's news. A, that's also another big Unfair. one. Unfair. Unfair. I, uh, I think it's hilarious that I think it was Romo said, "Let's hope it's just a cramp," 
or something <laughs> like that. Like Roma, literally, you you can see this. Ankle. It looks like a cramp. <laughs> yeah, you can see this ankle like flop across the screen. Like literally, <laughs> it's his leg just flops. Who was who was it that's knee just did that? Was it L- Marshawn Lattimore? Yep. Dude, that was gross. Oh my god, where his his like he was his body was completely turned and like a second and a half later his leg just like flops across. Like a like a, like a spaghetti noodle, a wet spaghetti yeah. coming in I after his body. Mar- yeah, I think it's Marshawn Lattimore. It was like his ankle was just literally his <clears throat> leg just hit <clears throat> and just flop. And he like picks up his ankle and puts it up to the screen and it is just fucked. Yeah. He and just slammed it against going. the ground and try to pop it back into yeah. place too. <laughs> and then Romo's like, "Oh God, I hope that's just a cramp." <laughs> you never had one of Ro- Romo's cramps, dude. They yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're different, but yeah, that that's tough. I mean, I think it was it was protruding the skin, so the bone was actually sticking out. Oh yeah. So, so oh, that's emergency cool. surgery. Sure. And I, I guess the Kevin one where. <laughs> Yeah, right. Uh, the one promising thing is there have been athletes that have come back from that. Kenyon Drake had that same exact injury in college before he got to the NFL. And uh, dude, Alex I, Smith, Alex Smith playing. Yeah, Alex, that is a happy. But, he dude, you know, a couple weeks ago, I was really his, down you on him. Look at what his leg looks like. Even like six months ago, it looks like his leg should have been decapitated. It's like yeah. one of the Thanos's body parts. Yeah, <laughs> his. His leg literally looks like it has just some nasty skin disease. Ugh. But yeah, anyway. And didn't touch on the fact that Braun won another championship. Yes, we didn't touch on that either. Just oh, over. Didn't it's like we're not a sports talking podcast. <laughs> Is Braun the goat? No. Why? Until next time. He's four for yeah, ten in the finals. Can't... He's four for ten in the finals. That means he went to the finals ten times. I saw a tweet from Maurice Spates, Dude. former NBA player, and he yeah, goes, "Okay, he what is what did he do? Fast, his Twitter went to private after he tweeted that out. He tweeted like forty five minutes. He tweeted a picture of Jordan and Kobe after their three peats, and he goes, "Back in my day, we used to celebrate three peats." Shut the fuck but up. That doesn't. We don't have that. We we weren't even barely alive. I mean, we were alive for Kobe's, but barely. So that doesn't. What I think is why discount a person's efforts when we weren't able to watch fucking Michael Jordan do his fucking thing. You rewatch we to... the Last Dance twice in a week. <laughs> you should know better than anybody about MJ's greatness by now. I do think four for ten is. It's awesome. a little sad. I think I think if you're gonna go ten times, you better at least have six. You gotta at least have a winning Should record. Should be considered the greatest of all time. You you don't you wouldn't see Jordan lose or win four out of ten. But the thing you, is, he lost before he got to the finals. That's the thing. Like I don't see why that. I I I don't really have an opinion on who is the greatest of all time. I don't know. That's the reason I don't have an opinion because I don't know. But you can't discount a guy from getting to the finals from when a, uh, the other guy doesn't hasn't didn't get to ten. He only got to six. Like, why 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 is only getting to six finals better than getting to ten? I know he won all six. That, that's why you're gonna say it's better. But at the same time, those other times that he didn't get to the finals, guess where he was sitting at home watching the finals. At least LeBron's there. So you only have. 
so you have 10 tests a year and you pass <laughs> four of them yeah or you that, or you have no, six tests that's a, a year that's the thing you don't have 10 tests a year you'll, you'll say well however long your career is that's how many tests you have okay let's say i don't how long did michael jordan play like 12 years i don't fucking know not long enough yeah let's say let's just say they both played 10 years all right and one guy gets to it six times. I mean, he was six for six. So every test he showed up for, he aced it. But the other four, he never showed up. He didn't. He didn't. He wasn't okay. there. So, so strictly to to kind of uh, I don't know side with the other because I'm with Bach on this one. I'll kind of side with you in the fact that Braun knows how Braun can carry a team to a championship, but. The, the Warriors would have championship. I'm saying right now, those Warriors with Kevin Durant and Steph Curry would have blew out any Bulls team. That team was stacked. They, they would have also blown out the Lakers no. this year, and they didn't have to worry about it because Warriors didn't make playoffs because of injuries. I think, well, well, guess what? I think if we go back to the defense that they played back then, I think Braun would literally cry his eyes out, and I think half LeBron of the league right six, now. I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so because also runs a four four and has a forty inch vertical. He's I, still getting, he's still getting but, punched yeah, in the face. You know, if if Braun played back then, he would be used to be he would be used to playing in the way that they played. And he would still be the most muscular and strongest person out there. So he probably would have won more finals. Like he would have been a better player. Built like Carl Malone, runs like John Wall, and jumps like Zion Williamson. Dude, that guy's a crazy freak. You can't say he's soft when he's 200. Flops like a soccer player. Let's go. That's LeBron, baby. LeBron is soft. He is soft. He whines and complains, and I think if he, I know, I understand what you're saying. It's a different type of game. It's like NFL. You can't hit, can't hit as hard. There's no helmet to helmet. It's a safer game now. It's not as physical. That's all marketing nostalgia. Get the fuck out of here. If you can't experience or you can't appreciate greatness today, just because it's not, it's different than be like ten years ago. I appreciate ago, the, the greatness out. today. I you know appreciate what? the greatness. You know what? Fuck MJ, because Mike, Larry Bird. Larry Bird was the best player to ever fucking play the game. Jeremy you know Lin would not because, like to hear you say that. Because Larry Bird didn't have a three-point line, baby, for most of his career. And so Larry Bird didn't have that one up. He was everything was two points. Dude, everything Jordan was two points. wasn't known. Jordan wasn't known for just dropping threes all the time, my though. Point, but my, my point was is I made a stupid argument for another stupid argument. Yeah. I, I'm saying yeah. <laughs> I'm saying like I just don't understand why okay you know players that's fine the players can argue about that because they're making millions of dollars a year doing something that we could never do but like us we just need to appreciate it because lebron's gonna be gone soon you know i'm, I, I'm actually sick of the conversation let's wait for lebron to finish out his career and yeah, then wait 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 another five years wait for the lebron documentary geez. to drop and then let's compare it they but were LeBron's having this so good that we're doing it now. That's the point. In high school, when he was in high school, they were saying, is he going to be the greatest of all time? That man was 17 years old. And he he's lived up to all the hype. Who else has lived up to this hype? Jeremy Lin, baby. Jeremy Lin ain't got shit. See, but Jordan, when Jordan went into it, though, when Jordan went into it, like, instantly, everyone in the NBA was like, it was pretty similar, just not as early as it was, because there wasn't as like the media coverage wasn't as crazy. 
Like everyone knew LeBron very early. Like Jordan was known like like really really well when he hit the NBA because everyone was like, this guy's the best in the NBA. I, uh, yeah, and I will argue the reason why everybody was so hyped up about LeBron was because of N- MJ. Uh, that's just true. Like we saw another person that was even close to competing with him other than Kobe. Um, and yeah, and that's Which we just can't throw t- Kobe out too. Cause that motherfucker could play. And he was, mm-hmm. he was more like Jordan than LeBron is like Jordan in his aspect oh, of like, Oh, for sure. Lo- like he was so like Jordan in, in every aspect. Too. Like, LeBron is magic Johnson, dude. LeBron's... The man, the man tore his Achilles and walked off the court. Yeah, LeBron but, would be stretching out. But do you know why he got carried Kobe off can for never... a, a cramp? He got carried off the court for a cramp. <laughs> Tony, you would never see MJ do that. Anyway, Kobe can never be the greatest of the time. You know why? Because he is he plays exactly like Jordan, but not as well. That's why he can never be the greatest of all time. Because he has the exact same style, but he just did, he's just not quite. He's just like right below Jordan, you know. So therefore, he can never surpass him because he has the exact same style. He has no different, really, characteristics. Yeah, other than Kobe was so much fucking cooler. Yeah. Crazier in the head. Like, mama <laughs> yeah. mentality is a real thing. Like, this motherfucker was a psycho. Dude, I love that but, video of him just standing on standing on the sideline. The guy throws the ball at him. He just sits there. He doesn't move at all. Matt Barnes, baby. I guess that, yeah. They're all three of them should just be on the Mount Rushmore of basketball, and we could just like just do it. And honestly, though, let's talk about that Mount Rushmore of basketball. Well, Jordan, LeBron, Kobe, and Larry. No, I'm only putting three people up there, and we're gonna have another person sooner or later down the road that'll Jeremy be playing Lynn. a different title. Well, no, see, I, that's the I, thing though they didn't, <laughs> they didn't build they didn't build Mount Rushmore to add on. They were just like these are the four. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Let's. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say, are we gonna throw Kareem or Wilt up there? But Wilt was not even fair. LeBron's gonna have like lead. LeBron is. If you look at his career stats, it is crazy. I don't know if he's the greatest of all time, but he will. I when he when he retires, he will have the greatest career of all time. Yeah, he he's in the same pool as Jordan. They're swimming together. Why wouldn't that be the greatest of all time? No, if I he don't has the greatest career of all time. Is, I don't think his talent is the as the greatest of all time. Maybe, maybe not. I think that's debate. But I think the no debate part is he's gonna I, have a better career. Than see, Jordan. here's my thing. I think his talent is the greatest of all time. I just don't think he has the winning mentality that Jordan had. That's a good point. I think he's. He, I think he's just as talent. Or I think he's like physically. He's obviously much more physically talented than him. Like like when it comes to literally running, jumping, just athletic ability overall. I think. He is he is more athletic for sure, but I think Jordan's just like mindset of like I don't fucking lose is like non like you can't compare it. Yeah, it's true because I mean even even in um in LeBron's interview when uh, they talk about his past uh, performances that he did lose, he he said the better team won, and Jordan would have never said the better team won. He'd right. been like yeah. We were the better team. I fucked up. That was on me. Jordan, Jordan would have never walked off that court with 10 seconds left either. Bullshit. Oh, no, no, no. Hey, I watched in the documentary when they did it. He did it. I I, I watched. It. He did it. He, he did, did do it in the documentary. But when Jordan because... does it, it's because he has that killer instinct. When LeBron does it, it's because he's a baby. If they do the same fucking things, it's all about the narrative. But and... Kobe would have never done it. 
Bullshit. And here's the flip the script on you. The Holy biggest up. the biggest pussy goat in sports is Tom Brady. After Nick Foles beat him out of the Bears again, he wouldn't shake his hand for the second time he walked off off the field. Nick Foles is out there looking uh, for him when he COVID, just dude. dipped. COVID, you nah, can't shake nah, hands he shook COVID. everybody else's hands every previous <laughs> game. Nick Foles is Tom Brady's daddy to this day, forever daddy. and always. All right. We 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 gotta get to the one of the odds or the one of the odds. Rather, would you rather place one finger on either hand with one of the following? Would you rather have a refillable lighter finger, a six-inch stainless steel blade, a rechargeable two thousand lumen flashlight, a spork, or a sharpie that never goes dry? Wait 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 wait! You get two though. You, you get, get one on each hand. You can replace one finger on either hand. Either hand. So I get two of these you, items. No, one. no, no, no. Either, either hand. One finger on either hand. Shit. Right hand, right-handed this, left-handed this. Only one. I'll run through the options one more time for you. Refillable lighter, six-inch stainless steel that. blade, rechargeable flashlight, spork, or a sharpie that never goes dry. So last week, I think I decided that I was gonna utilize telekinesis. Because I wanted my disc golf game to be so good that I could ace everything within sight. And in order to sign all those ace discs, I will need a Sharpie <laughs> oh marker God. at all times. The worst decision to so pick. So with my telekinesis, I'm acing. And then, ching, you can utilize my finger and sign your name. And I'm going to be their daddy because they're going to be holding my finger <laughs> and fucking signing all my discs. Do you have to refill the Sharpie, or is this like a human It never secretion? goes dry. It's it's so, the black blood from the 100. Again, another a, plug, because that's what I'm watching right now. So it's like human human Sharpie Jeez. secretion. Yep. It's beautiful. That's fucking scary, dude. Beautiful. That's scary. Well, I picked mine. Can I, I pick a different option? <laughs> Nope, these are the options. 7K vote. Sorry, I don't make the rules. I just follow them. I'm going okay, with the refillable have... lighter. If yeah. I ever find myself in a situation where maybe I want to light up a victory cigar, or maybe I got dropped out of the airplane and I'm surviving in the wilderness and I need a fire to survive, I don't have to worry about rubbing a stick against another yeah. stick. And pot, lighter, fire. Let's go. Instantly that's, would win Survivor. That's where I disagree. I'm taking the knife. You got to take the knife, man. Knives, you need to cut shit, man. You can grab two sticks, dull as fuck, rub and make fire. You don't need that lighter to start a fire. I want to see you start a fire with a knife. Two sticks. You need something sharp to cut down shit. You need to, if you want to if you get trapped in your forest, you may have a fire, but you don't have anything to protect you. I'm going to burn down the whole forest until someone comes find me. <laughs> I'm burning my way out of this forest, baby. Yeah. And it's just like a little tiny lighter. You're He's just like out there with a little tiny fire. fire. You're going to survive <laughs> in that massive forest fire. Oh, yeah. I know my way out. I'm going to start <laughs> in one direction. Then I'm going to set up smoke like, signals. If you know your way out, why are you lighting the whole thing on fire? Hey, I'm awesome. just proving a point at this point. Like, bitch, I got a lighter finger. Yeah. All right, All so right, we man. got Sharpie, we got Lighter Finger. What else and are we, we taking? Got, we got and we got Knife. It's only Fields. Oh, boy. How much time we got? Okay, I'll play. <laughs> okay, I'm going to say something first off. Not within the rules, but I'll come back to the rules, okay? If I could pick anything to change a finger, I'm going to go with, like, an Hold octopus on. tentacle, okay? Like, some kind of sticky little thing. Like, 
like, oh my oh, god no, no. that like a frog's tongue those, you're so wrong those man. those fucking like long sticky hands you can like whip i want that as a finger that's such a bad decision. It's you like could basically just do that right now. You could always wear such it. a bad decision. But you could just you could just whip it. Like it's like remember back at, like was this last week we we're talking about telekinesis and I always wanted Spider Man powers. Same deal. You could write back to you, baby. All okay. right. So Into you the, the flashlight. <laughs> um, I think I'm gonna. I don't fucking know. This is. I already forgot. Yeah, I only want to remember is a flashlight. It's a tough one. Flashlight, flashlight spork, sharpie, blade, or lighter. Ah, oh, Jesus. Ah, oh, I'm gonna say either the flashlight or the lighter. I'll go with the flashlight. The flashlight. <laughs> Why the flashlight? Because you can use the lighter as a flashlight. Well, because if you're working on anything that you need a flashlight, you don't want a flame, an open flame around. Sorry, not all of us are fucking big men and work on big rigs and fucking change oil on everything all the time. Well, I mean, yeah, but I think, yeah, I that's right. But you could sign your car if you're working on that rig. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, though, I thought Fields was going to go in the direction of, like, switch one of his fingers to one of those electronic fly zappers. <laughs> to get rid of his fly problem. Yeah, if I had a fucking fly. sticky finger, I was like a fly swatter on a finger. Yeah, he just like one finger swatting flies away. Oh <laughs> uh, well, I gotta call it. All right, guys, that was episode thirty of Booze and Banter. Again, we reviewed from Revelation Aleworks. The Smoothie Sour, it's Blackberry and Guava uh, from Outstate Brewing, the Northern Light Lager, and finally 1554 from New Belgian Brewing Company. What do we got? What? What just happened there? <laughs> That's it. I just As I everything it. wrapped it up. I wrapped uh, it up. Oh, I thought I thought you were asking me from like what from New Belgian Brewing Company, and I was like, dude, Bob I don't Samuel know. Adams. <laughs> the MMA. Is very different than the NBA, and LeBron is very different than Michael Jordan. I like that. And Baki, you got any words of wisdom? Uh, no, I don't really rise and shine. Most days, I just caffeinate and hope for the best. Okay, hey. fuck you, bitch. That's yep. good. Yo, that I like a... the wise words of Baka. Last week was what? Don't eat yellow snow. No, no, pee, last pee, week and when... wind get wet. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you don't rise and shine, just caffeinate and get going. All right, guys, that was episode 30. Booze and banter. Thanks for listening.